Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is, I guess this is our first episode. The What we did before was a pilot, so this is officially our first episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to introduce myself. I am Jazz, and I'm going to just let everybody, let everybody, you know, speak their name. All right. DJ Beautiful Perfection, representing 72 Bricks. Mm. I guess this is episode 1.5 or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Z, Zaki Sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, all that sweet baby in here. I'm excited for the podcast. Millie, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, again, this is the podcast. It's a lot going on because it's always a lot going on. We talk yeah. about different things here. We talk about sex, talk about relationships, hip hop, music, all types of things like that. It's just whatever. Whatever's going on, we're going to talk about it. So, on our last episode, we, me and DJ Beautiful Perfection were talking about, I think we were just talking about hip-hop and music, and you happened to say that Rakim is better. I'm no. sorry, Lil Wayne is better than Rakim. Yeah, you brought up Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. and during the conversation, I just brought up, I feel like Lil Wayne is better than Rakim, and it caused a little panic. Ruffled some feathers. A little bit, Mm -hmm. which I expected. Mm -hmm. You know, if you look at the clip, I chuckled, Mm -hmm. because I knew Mark was setting me up, (laughs) and I was was ready for it. Mm -hmm. I wanted all the smoke, because I know it's it's an unpopular opinion. I know people feel like um, Rakim is the greatest of all time. I disagree. And let me preface this by saying, I don't want to... Rakim is great. Mm-hmm. I love Rakim. He's one of the greatest musicians of all time. It's going to sound like I'm shitting on Rakim. I'm not. I love Rakim. Microphone Fiend used to hype me up like Finito hypes up these kids, GP songs. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I love Rakim, but I don't love hip-hop purists at all. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really feel like they really love hip-hop. They love a certain era of hip-hop mm-hmm. anything past that they don't really love it define hip-hop purist what is hip-hop purist is someone who feels like they, they like the purest form of hip-hop mm-hmm. and they feel like nothing can they don't feel like commercialism should be a part oh, okay. of it okay mm-hmm. and um they don't to me hip-hop purists don't love hip-hop as a whole okay so with that being said i don't feel like um they look at the evolution of hip-hop mm-hmm. all right so i compare hip-hop to basketball, okay? I don't know if y'all basketball fans. Not at all. Not at all? Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe somebody here. Well, like, y'all know who Dr. J is, right? Yes. Yes. All right, to me, Dr. J is Rakim, okay? Jay-Z is Jordan. Lil Wayne is LeBron. Okay. LeBron is better than Dr. J. LeBron's not better than Michael Jordan, okay? Now, I'm going to break it down why I feel like. I know they want me to get to it. But it's going to start shallow and go deep. With Lil Wayne, there's not a beat that Lil Wayne can not kill any style of hip-hop beat pop rock r&b he's gonna be able to kill it all of them don't matter what era he's gotten on a little one uh rock him beat and he killed it he was on um the paid full beat with um lloyd they did a remake mm-hmm. all around the world oh yeah yeah right and lil wayne killed that he beat. did rock him was not able to adapt mm-hmm. to changing mm-hmm. style of hip-hop he wasn't able to adapt, and he's not able to get on a little... He can't get on Pop That, the French Montana. Mm-hmm. He can't get on that and kill it. 
he's not gonna be able to kill it. That so, wasn't his. That wouldn't be his angle, though. That's not his angle. I know, <laughs> but that's the part that's of being a hip hop artist. You have to adapt evolve. and evolve, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to do that. Lil Wayne has been around since '98. I have to say that before you go deeper, I agree mm-hmm. with you. I was having this discussion, like trying to figure out what my contribution was because I don't listen to Rakim. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about Rakim. And with that being said, I am the creative director of the Mini Hip Hop Museum, but I don't like. I didn't get into hip hop in Rakim's era, and I didn't really Same. go back and mm-hmm. and. Like retroactively listen to a lot of that music mm-hmm. but again Rakim no disrespect I know I understand he's a goat I know a few songs when I hear him right. but I don't hear anybody like bumping Rakim like yeah this is my, my, my shit I'm putting right. this on nobody my son puts me on with music he's never put me on with a Rakim song does your son listen so to Wayne? my son listens to some Wayne okay. but like he goes back to I say that to say he's 19 and he goes back he's put me on with 3-6 Songs -hmm. And you did things in a way that made people want to f- use you as a blueprint. Mm-hmm. But you're right there. Mm-hmm. And much respect to that. But yeah. but see, the so-called hip-hop purists, they don't evolve. They, they like, if you go on the comments, there was a dude, he was talking about Cool Herc, Kumo D, and Busy B. And he was talking about just New York hip-hop in the 80s. He didn't say anything outside of the 80s. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then he also said Lil Wayne's only contribution to hip-hop was um, a styrofoam cup. Oh, no. So when he what? said that, I was okay. So he don't really know, <laughs> oh, he don't no. really know the whole of hip-hop. Mm-mm. So they don't really evolve, so that's why I don't really fuck with the a hip-hop A lot of people the lyrical miracle shit. Yeah. yeah. And I always say Rakim is a better lyricist than Wayne. Okay. But Wayne can, like I said, he kills any beat. And um, he was able to adapt. And also it's that New York... Um, South bias. bias that comes into play that I saw that a lot in the comments as well because mm-hmm. to say that he only contributed styrofoam cups Wrong. is kind of ignorant like Drake he influenced the Drake. whole and he just himself yeah. he influenced the whole generation mm-hmm. of how they dress the dress the tattoos all of that yeah. I feel Wayne had a heavy part in he definitely did and um, yeah and they also saw um, Rakim as an MC and not a rapper Mm-hmm. Which I disagree. I believe both of them are rappers and MCs. If you're a rapper, you put out professional <clears throat> hip hop recordings. Okay, both of them do that. And the MC, they say, is one who can control the crowd. Lil Wayne has been ripping stages, big stages, mm-hmm. since '98. Mm-hmm. True. Way longer than Rock Him. And um, an MC can also get on any beat. An instrumental and make you forget about who's on, who was oh, yeah. the originator. Oh yeah. Lil Wayne has made Pete made songs better. Like Mike Jones, I don't even know what that beat is, but the song is called um, "The Sky's the Limit." Mm-hmm. Nobody even knows that's a Mike Jones song. They just know it's <laughs> Lil Wayne. Like I play it all the time when I'm DJing. Like they don't even know that's a Mike Jones beat. The um, Jay Z had to question himself as an MC after. Um, show me what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay Z went and walked around Central Park and like I don't know if I want to do this anymore. After, that's that's an actual quote. 
really. Yeah, so I mean, well, I Lil Wayne is better. He's a better hip hop artist than Rakim. I mean, Rakim is a better lyricist than Lil Wayne, but that's the only aspect he has. You know, he's not a better hip hop artist. So they might still attack me. They might, but I think you have a valid opinion. I think, you know, the points that you made again, like I agree with Z, I'm not mm. from, you know, not from the era, but I came up in a different era of hip hop, mm. which was Lil right. Wayne. So from then until now, I can look at the consistency, I can look at the versatility, yeah. I can look at the projects and everything like that. And still around. Still around, still mm -hmm. relevant, still around, still climbing. So mm -hmm. I can agree with you, you know. Yeah. So And I said Lil Wayne is better than Rakim. He's a heavyweight. I didn't say Tone Lope was better than Rakim. I said Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. right. You're right, right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? right. He's a heavyweight, so we can make that um, comparison. Mm -hmm. Like Jay-Z is better than Rakim to me as well. You know, that might spark something else. But, yeah. I feel like some people may not even know the facts. They just want to stick with what everyone else is saying. And if you mm -hmm. just hear these names that you know are pioneers, it's just like, okay, we're just going to stick with that because yeah. that's just what fits. That's just what everybody yeah. says. Yeah. And when someone tries to challenge it, it's just like, no. You know, I feel like they don't really know. Mm -hmm. Like, they can't give an analysis or facts like yeah, what you did. Yeah, they started did, with so. blasphemous. They was lighting me up in those comments. <laughs> you guys in the mini hip-hop museum <laughs> comments. Yeah. Right. You responded you so know. well. Classic I, yeah, back. So know, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, so well. Right. I, I figured out. Oh, this is one thing. The clout chasing shit, because I got that. You're a clout chaser. You want clicks. What does that what? even mean? Well, I'm like, yeah, well, for one, y'all do too. Y'all are putting your comments in there. Y'all want attention. Y'all mm -hmm. want likes. Mm -hmm. And this was a test episode. We didn't even know this was, I didn't know it was coming out. So <laughs> I wasn't chasing any kind of clout. Right. I didn't even know this was actually, <laughs> I didn't know it was coming out. And I didn't know that, you know, that would be the same. We were just having a conversation, but. I ain't chasing no clout. I don't need no clout from y'all. No, no. Here on uh, It's A Lot <laughs> Going On, the podcast, this is a safe space for opinions. We're mm -hmm. always going to talk, you know, let people speak what they want to say, mm -hmm. let people voice their opinions, welcome it, discuss it, because right. you, don't, you don't see a platform. Well, I mean, there's many platforms like this, but you don't see this when it's like deep hip-hop and everything like that, controversial mm -hmm. content. Uh, Controversial, what am I trying to say? Uh, unpopular topics. opinions. Unpop, thank you. Yeah. Unpopular opinions and things like that. So I'm sure there'll be more. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. I'm be sure more. there'll be plenty, it's plenty, plenty more. more. I like to set my dumps if I even leave. Like, <laughs> just let go ahead and I'll say it and I'm then out. I'll sit back and watch. Yeah. I love it. I'm out. I'm out. Was there anything else to conclude? Oh, well, that? yeah, one more. Let me see. Yeah, I mentioned the MC. Yeah, he's a better MC as well. So his live performances, he kills. He gets on any instrumental he kills. He mm -hmm. does that better than Rock Kim. Mm -hmm. And LL, because I heard someone say that's a different era. Mm -hmm. LL comes from Rock Kim's era. And in 97, in that little era, Jay Z, Biggie, Nas, they were the top MCs. Mm -hmm. LL came and was still selling units, still killing verses, yep. classic material. Rock Kim came out with an album, The 18th Letter. It didn't do that well. It went gold, I think. And it really isn't considered a hip-hop classic. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but to me it's not a classic. So he didn't adapt well even a couple years later, you know, when Biggie and Jay-Z was king. LL did, so that shows adaptability again. So, mm -hmm. you know, I love Rakim, but um, Lil Wayne's a better hip-hop artist. There we go, and that's yeah. it. Boom, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. We're going to end it on that. So now we are going to move along to our, we switch it up. We're going to talk some more about hip-hop. We got the mini hip-hop universe coming too, which we're going to talk about that. That's going to be a huge part of 
what we do here but like i said we like to talk about sex and relationships one of my favorite topics so oh i keep touching my mic so we are going to ask the question of the the way that i like to word it is like how soon is too soon so today's topic is how soon is too soon to move in with Whoa. someone <laughs> cohabitat cohabitat have any of you ever lived with someone is it, if it's too personal just say no comment oh yeah and we will keep it like that because this will he he will put this all over everywhere so <laughs> note that i'll i'll Every jump song. in with my truth um i moved back home with my mother because i have a horrible habit of letting niggas move in with me mm -hmm. that's honest a horrible habit of letting how many can we get a number um and so yeah i moved home that was one major reason why i went home because i can't have nobody in my mama house so. there you go <laughs> to you go. control myself i went back home and um like now with the mind that i have too soon is uh I don't think that there's, I think that there's a too soon, but I don't think that there's a, a, a time limit on when you should do mm -hmm. it. Like, um, like not right away. You try to get to know a person right, some before right. you do it, but mm -hmm. then like, don't rush to do it ever. Don't ever rush. If you don't have to, don't. Would you say people change when they move in with each other? Because they have like with, expectations? With, in my no matter case, how long you know. I don't know if it was like the moving in that did it or if it was just the relationship factor that did it but yeah living with people is like a wild situation Li living with a significant other yeah i would have much rather i just said this to uh, my kid the other day that i would have much rather had like done it with a roommate mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. with relationship situations and that's wild don't I, I wouldn't it. How quickly did you know once moving in oh, with those dudes that you know this was a bad decision? Mm -hmm. How long did that take? Um, and also, to be clear, these were people that I knew. These weren't like new niggas that I just met and moved mm -hmm. in. These were people who were my friends. Both of them I knew when I was 13. Oh, damn. So, yeah. Okay. I, that It was that type of situation. It was like, oh, now we're together. Oh, you can come live with me. Mm -hmm. So What happened? What, what did they do? It's like, all right, then oh, wow. Was it like um, the roles of like who should do what? Was it was it financial? Was, was it, it just personality? Just all of that. Like when you're in somebody's mm -hmm. face day in and day out and you're sharing the space and it's like a cohabitation, it, that shit get irky. Like... <laughs> Like you, <laughs> after a while, just Very being, old. yeah, it gets, like, if you don't have a rhythm, if you aren't in sync with and, and being honest, like, I think a lot of people aren't honest yep. and transparent enough That's about it. what they want and how they are. There you go. If you, if you're not doing that, it's never going to work. There you go. That's, I feel like if you don't want to be with that person on a Saturday morning, if you rather them not be in your space, then you don't really want to be with right. them. Right. If that annoys you, like, you wake up Saturday morning, you look up. <laughs> Well, heard this person still here like yeah <laughs> then it's an issue that's how, no that's how i judge you oh wow yeah but if saturday morning if you don't pass that test like because is it because saturday morning is the day that you you know the first day of the, of the week you get to chill and relax and yeah, get saturday chill. morning you know usually it's that feeling you know it's saturday morning yeah, you know yeah. you just yeah if you there and like mm -hmm. yeah i don't want you to be there then i probably don't want to be with you mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. that's weird right yeah saturday night yeah Damn, okay. Oh, what about, so. Oh, what, what you about to say? Go ahead. Yeah, I had. I, I live with four women. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now I know that it's going to take a while before 
I move in with you. But I do feel like if you get into a relationship, mm -hmm. you definitely do need to, if you want to get married, I say, mm -hmm. you should right. definitely um, live with that person. That was my next thing. Mm -hmm. Should you live with someone before you marry them? Because if you know yeah. if we want to go the traditional, the biblical, the cultural, whatever mm -hmm. way, you don't do that. But a mm -hmm. lot of us, you know, I guess, I guess when you get around people, it's different personalities that you have to adapt yeah. to. Should you live with someone before you marry them? Like, um, most definitely. Yeah. See what you're getting into, but yeah, or is it if the love is there, it doesn't matter. See, that's that's the thing. Is the I feel it's the mindset because mm. if the love is there, and if you have committed to yourself, or like let's just say if it's, it's marriage, you do the marriage before you move in. You've already committed to yourself, like okay, boom, this is my person. I'm going to deal with this person regardless. It's mm. unconditional love, mm. and then. I feel like there's ways that you can work through that to be able to deal with that person. And you can also see how a person lives before you oh, live you with definitely them. Like, yeah, you don't yeah, have to, to be able to live. You don't have to live with a person to be able to see how they live, right? That's important. Or even notice their habits. Like, if you really want to know, just pay attention. Yep. Mm -hmm. Make mm -hmm. yourself uh, a frequent guest mm -hmm. <laughs> and pay attention to that shit. Mm -hmm. I think also, like you said, communication. I don't know why we kind of like or people don't focus on this easy what's the word whatever communication why they don't focus on it more because it's simply how are you what are your needs what do you don't like what's your pet peeves da, 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 just being very transparent with the person and just really like, okay well i ain't gonna be able to work with that we might right. have to agree to disagree but people skip that people skip that phase and just run you know not all but run right into it and then you find out all these things when you're into i think the that's a lot of a lot of the problem regarding like relationships as a whole nowadays yep. That people do that. You mm. see a person, you like how they look. Yep. You like how you think they are, and then boom, we're together. You like their representative. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, that yeah, representative yeah. in the first and couple of months. Yeah. Mm. So what's too soon to move in with somebody? I like your uh, explanation of it, which, what did you say? There's no, say what you said again, if you can remember. There, there's <laughs> definitely a, a too soon, but I don't think that there's a limit on how long you should wait right because like I, I guess too soon would be i don't know if there is a too soon because some people like like when we uh were at, well on the radio station pork chop said he met his wife and was with her like immediately was like i want you let's do this and he did it and they've been doing it now for like 30 some years or something like that when did so he move in with they did it immediately like they got married and everything right away oh, wow. and um really? so some people it works hmm. okay. um and and so I, I can't say, like, it depends on, like you said, Jazz, what you want, who you are. If you come across a person that has the same yep. intentions as you and the same vibes and this is what you want, mm -hmm. it'll work right away. But I don't, I don't think people should rush. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that uh, there's a time limit on how long, like, yeah, it can be years. I don't like the whole time limit applies to any time limit applies to anything like, oh, you should wait what is it six months before yeah, you have you should, sex right, you right, should right. do all those times because everybody is different exactly. everybody is different everybody moves differently everybody reacts differently so those time limits i agree with you there is no certain time frame too soon i mean i don't know i don't know how to it's subjective yeah, yeah there you go yeah. yeah it's very subjective i need just... six months i need to know you six you they say it takes almost six years to really get to know a person yeah. sure, absolutely. so six yeah. months is is that still the representative six months i feel like that's still your representative it when, could be when does the walls get broken down and it's like bam this is really how i am probably when you move in with that person or when you face to face with that mm. person because 
How long does a representative last? According to y'all, if y'all dated, depends how savvy the person is. Yeah, and uh, how deep, <laughs> how deep they uh, want you to believe the there story. You go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does everybody have a representative? Then I mean, I'm, we gonna go to the next topic. Does everybody have one, or do y'all show up as yourselves, or do y'all try to? I don't. I, don't have, I ain't got no representative, and that's part of my problem now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's part Sorry. of the issue that a lot of people have. Right. Me, that I don't have one, and I'm not going to act. A different way around anybody you get me I, yeah. I try to be me on every platform that I have yeah because when you get around me I I, I don't have the energy or the right. like the mental capacity to keep up with a fake bitch <laughs> that that's that's going to be this way for this person that way for that person who I can't no, no, I can't do it that. so yeah. me all the time is effortless that's mm-hmm. what I like mm-hmm. when I was young I definitely had a representative that I was after something, so mm-hmm. I had to, you know, play the role. I had to play a little role if, you know, this person is on a different kind of tier, maybe, you know, maybe just an older woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a little representative, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, that representative worked, he got what he wanted. So and then he's gone. Or that representative's gone, then, then here I am. <laughs> but nowadays, you then just get I what am. you get, you get me now. I don't have no time. Oh, yeah, I feel like we're past yeah. that. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. we just, yeah, no time mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Alrighty, well that was fun. Yeah. Well, all right, we are going to move on to our next topic. Oh which... no, but hold on, I did want to piggyback off that. Okay. All right. Based off of relationships and things of that nature, how soon? And this can go vice versa. Okay. How soon is it to ask for financial help or yeah, financial help? That's definitely a conversation that you mm-hmm. have before you do the move in. So you know what that person is going to be responsible for mm-hmm. because somebody could think that the man is going to take care of everything and the man mm-hmm. could be like, well, no, I'll handle the rent and you take care. It's just that's a conversation that should be had up front mm-hmm. before you even decide if this is what you want to do. But people don't, a lot of people don't have that. They just move in. I know I've been victim of that situation mm-hmm. where I'm just controlling and in, 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 not controlling, well, maybe in mm-hmm. control of things and just moving. And then when you get to that, when it's there in front of you, it's like, hold up. I didn't think I was going to be doing this. We assume. Right. Like, oh, if I'm on this page, you should be on this page too. But mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's not like that. So. Now, was the men that moved into you, that moved in with you, were they, uh, were you in a better financial space than them? Yes. Mm-hmm. All three of them. Um, yes and no. The, mm. the third time he kind of got onto my level. And then it was, then he kind of went beyond me, and then things switched like that. That's a but whole wild. In, you that's a of. whole wild story mm-hmm. here that I don't know has a place <laughs> right now. But uh, it had gotten to the point where uh, I I put them out because that's what like I have to be able to. You got to get out. Like it has to be my shit and. Mm-hmm. Because you have to if if you don't too much, you got to get out. I have to be able to be like, well, you got to mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. And uh, I put him out, and he asked to come back and said that he would pay all of my bills and my rent if I let him come back. And I was like, okay, well, this don't mean we together, but you can come on back and do this if you want. And he did. And so I was, uh, like, continuing to drag when he did that. Um, I'm sorry, continue to what? Drag. 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 So, drag my nuts. That's his, okay. That's Baltimore. Baltimore oh. oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Jazz so from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz, like, excuse me. I was like, drag. <laughs> are you dragging? Like, you do <laughs> <laughs> For all non-Baltimore listeners, <laughs> dragging is doing your thing, ah. doing you, living life, hmm. going out, dragging your nuts. 
Okay. Flexing can Flexing. be like Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah, but for the other ones, yeah, I was the, the breadwinner. But again, to be fair, I got a real job at 18, and mm-hmm. I had that job the whole time. Like, I've mm-hmm. never been, like, flipping burgers. No offense to anybody who does it, but I've never been, like, $7 an hour job. I, I mm-hmm. immediately had, like, living wage jobs mm-hmm. as a girl, gotcha. so. Right. But you were in a better financial space than all of them. Because dude yes. doesn't get better until you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that happens a lot. On the flip side with men, especially these days, it's a lot of um, women will, they really lead with that sometimes. Lead right. with what? Asking you for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a new trend because I didn't experience that. Like but, out the gate? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It can happen. It definitely can happen. Now, in my 20s, I didn't go through that. I'm in my 40s now. And I am definitely more comfortable than back then. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, um, I don't know, I'm in a weird space now. It's like, they trying to sugar daddy me. <laughs> you in that age, right? Yeah, I'm in that age now that... Hey. <laughs> and I never experienced that before, but now, yeah. I feel like... I don't like it. Right, maybe I don't like, like transactional there, relationships. There are people who... I was, I, this is crazy because I was just saying this the other night. There are people who are for this find them like where are you if you're out here and yeah. uh yeah you want a sugar baby i'm yeah. here for it you know what's what's going on? <laughs> you know what's going on? Yeah. but yeah but a lot of times there are people who who are for that that want to mm-hmm. do that and um i think it's really rude to assume that or to walk into a situation mm-hmm. uh transactionally if if that's not what the person mm-hmm. like if, if that person didn't put it out there that that's what they're for right. how dare you go to them and and demand money or i need this first before girl fuck you yeah if it's a transactional like, thing crazy. i'm not into it would you say a lot of relationships or a lot of situationships start off with like a mindset of what can you do for me instead of yes. getting yeah. to know each other <laughs> well, so yeah, what definitely. can you do for me Oh, yeah. Yes. I think really, you know, yeah, women, I don't know, y'all might have a different mm-hmm. mindset, but I think y'all, well, no, y'all don't. Y'all more mature. You can just say some. Yeah, some, yeah, they they interview you, and you feel like it's, what can you do for me? I've definitely yeah. had men ask me for things. <laughs> um, again, like I said, I, I've always had a living wage job, like an employment where... Mm-hmm. I could afford life the way I want to live. So it goes both ways. And men have asked me for food. Like, this one man was like, oh, I just paid my rent, and I don't have uh, money. Could you get my groceries for a week? What the fuck? No, I can't get your groceries for a week. I think maybe, again, this is a person that I'd known for a long time, Mm -hmm. but then... We went back, uh, like we kind of revisited. I, I had done, hadn't done anything with him before, and then I so it had been years, but within the the this capacity of it, mm-hmm. it was maybe like two months or something like that. And uh, we had sex one time, and after we had the sex, he asked me for this money, and I was like, you, "What?" 
And that was <laughs> that was it. Like there was no more after that. There's, well, it was the sounds nothing. that you was making. He felt like he could ask you for yeah, money. It was crazy. <laughs> and uh, I've had men like like I smoke a lot, and I put that all on social media. Oh, can I come smoke with you? You gonna smoke me out? No. What's going on? Why you? Wow. Why does it? I I'd like to know what what who does this? Like nowadays, I don't understand wow. the whole thing. Like men really come to me. Asking me for stuff, and it's like, who does this? When did this become a thing? That's interesting. Is after the sex, or well, that that particular <laughs> situation was that was wild, and yeah, that particular situation was. But no, it was people that I never even had sex with that asked me for things, and I don't wow. understand. That's interesting. Right. Very. Yeah, I never. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I. That's what's going on out here. That's what's happening. I ask. I ask a lot of questions. That's a lot going on. What's going on in these streets? I don't know. But I've definitely been asked. And messages. Oh, you got. Can I? Let me like no, like that you're the rare winner. You don't like. I'm a I'm a giver. I love to give to my person, not mm-hmm. no random nigga that's just asking for right, money yes. or anything like of that. Course, but of course, one of one of my things is this has to be my man has to be a man that can accept a woman giving him stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm Griselda air quotes. I love to here goes some money. Oh, let me get your haircut. Here go this. Let's go. Let's go on this trip. And I do it because I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But I want to do it when I want to do it. Don't come asking me. Right. Like, you don't know me. That's crazy. Yeah. That's how men feel. I feel it. Yeah, I'm tired of being in there. I'm a real nigga. Lot. I say it all the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we do. And like I said, I don't like the transactional Mm-mm. relationship. Yeah. I don't, if I feel that's what it is, then you instantly, like, Mm-mm. yeah, I'll hmm. put you somewhere else. Now you can keep asking me, but I'm going to see what you're going to do. And, you know, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. weird thing. That's mm-hmm. interesting what you said, though. I didn't know. I didn't know what's going on like that. Right. Yeah, wow. Real quick, I'm the, I, clearly the ratchet. You know, so my mouth is not, like, I'm going to be cussing and using all profanity. I don't think either one of y'all have <laughs> been profane yet, and it's me. <laughs> so that's perfectly fine. We get <laughs> My favorite word. So I'm going to be the one. I'm letting y'all know now. Y'all, y'all have not. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I done dropped a few of them. Make him out. Don't judge me here. You know, Rakim didn't cuss on his rap songs. They really? let me know that in the comments. Oh wow, one of the gentlemen. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Little Wayne didn't at first either. Still killing it in the beginning. Killing it. Put that in the bar comments. Bar. I was like, I'm gonna save it. <laughs> I'm gonna save it. Like, if he really put he put in bold. Like, well, Rakim didn't curse. I'm like, mm. Mm. right, Lil Wayne. Exactly for the for a while. Yep. Oh cuss. no, he sure didn't. He didn't cuss on the first time. He did not. He did it because out of respect yeah. for his parent, out of respect for his mother, mm-hmm. he did not cuss and he killed it. What's this? What was this? I think was block, it Gorilla World. Block, block is hot. Yeah. I'm, I'm even well, thinking Hot back Boys to Gorilla Welfare, the Hot Boys, the first album when he killed it. He killed it on numerous songs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get here. Unless you do some fly shit Shot your mama Be slick, you know that Baywatch shit Shots pass around this bitch Shed play my shit Hating bitch across the bar She wanna lace my dick Hell in my mouth like gold front She wanna taste my spit Click blowing piff Yeah, I'm saying this trip is a gift Water see through bad bitches Nigga hopping off cliff The bullshit, it's a vibe All my guys in they bag Hundred thousand dollar Caribbean bills A hundred thousand cash
Bought the Nina from a local, so I got my gun in my bag. We rented the Benz. Fuck cop in the cab. We in the trenches. Vixen.